ไป
You meet, you refuse to take the guy home who's been here for 48 hours because... You have school in the morning. Because you have school in the morning, but you really think hard about it on the entire <laughs> walk home. So you walked home. I, I did. I love walking. Especially when it was such a good first date that I felt like I, need, I needed to walk it off. And I was <laughs> contemplating whether or not that was a good or bad decision. So I'm going to reframe my question because okay. I did not get the answer I was after. I wasn't even listening to you, so what was your question? How does this look in a year? <laughs> still together? Still, Obviously still together. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, maybe we have matching jogging suits? I don't like to jog. <laughs> See, this is a very new relationship. And that's why I wanted to do this podcast because I'm like, no one has ever explored a relationship this new that is, like in a year's time, in 11 months time we'll be together for a year. And I'm... I'm about as certain as that as I am of uh, Hillary Clinton being the president. So you better really hope she gets it. When I say <laughs> when I say matching jogging suits, though, you know what I mean by that, right? Like, not that you are jogging, but that, you know, you know those people that have dogs and then they start to look like their dogs, or those couples <laughs> that are together just a little bit too much and well, in all fairness, they like, match. Before our first date, you dyed your hair blue, so I did. Uh, I didn't have blue hair. I had purple hair. You always had blue hair. You were very close. I've always dyed my hair blue, except okay. Okay. except for when I don't. I but have it's... no evidence for this. <sighs> you have... I have no object permanence. You Face... did not exist before. Facebook I stalking <laughs> yeah, is true. a thing. But my hair my hair is usually blue. And... But the Facebook website is blue, so how do I know that that's just not... Maybe you're colorblind. I don't know. It could be. It could... <laughs> is my hair blue? Because <clears throat> I've been assuming it was for a very long time. Well, I, I, I was bleaching my roots and i had to bleach my hair and then i was like well i would dye it blue but your hair's blue and that's i can't match it's in my okay cupid you. profile username and everything like <laughs> dedicated blue what are you at the moment um rainbow it, pop? everything it's blue and pink and it's very light though so um, seriously where do you see us in a year <laughs> I keep, every time I try to answer you, you tell me that that's not going to work out that way. So why don't you tell me where, no, you, where are we going to be? You go. Right. <laughs> I, I would imagine that we would be still together further along and, um, what does further along mean? inside jokes and <laughs> act, acting more like each other and doing the, communicating with glances and understanding the entire context uh, yeah. behind it thing yeah i don't know you you and i like a lot of the same things in general but having specific examples of the stuff that we like i'm sure there will be more overlap what about 10 years well i would imagine that you would have gotten pregnant by then <laughs> it's pretty likely <laughs> i don't know you, you're, not, you're not beholden to any of this I, yes, I know. It's, I'm signing a contract right I now. Just, I was just super curious as to what you'd uh, what you'd say. I don't know because I've never thought of it before. Okay. I've never, I've never. This is literally the first time I've ever been asked. I wouldn't normally ask because if I'm like, this will go out in a year, and I want to listen to it then and see what you said. Like that's well, it would be more. It would be more fun if there was more specificity. So like, can you? Do you think we'll be living together in a year? Well, you've never lived by yourself before, so. Okay. I, I really enjoyed the experience of living by myself. 
Right. And you don't want to deprive me. Of I that. would not want to deprive you of experiencing living by yourself. And like, I mean, I, it's not like I've got problems strutting around naked when you're here, but like, you know, there is the unbridled joy of showing up at home and going, yeah, by myself. What am I going to do? I could do anything. <laughs> and then you end up eating alphagetti out of a can and alphagetti. You don't know all in is a year. In a year from now, you need to know what alphagetti is. Do you want to, do you know a true fact? I want to know a true fact. I've written a porn based around alphabetti spaghetti. It's called <laughs> Rabad Lab Amid. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what does my facial expression look like now? <laughs> I, think, I uh, really covered it. Like. Okay, so where do you think we are a year from now? I think we live in Kiva. Mm-hmm. I think we're very calm around each other. Right now, you're very excited around me. And I'm very excited around you. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> so we're... Uh, <laughs> Man, so much stuff I want to talk about in this podcast. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I've been obsessed with this idea for two days now uh, of doing this podcast. And <laughs> I don't know if it's healthy, this obsession I have with documenting my life. I was telling you last night, like I had a live journal from when I was 14 to when I was like 20 that I would update with hundreds and thousands of, of words every year, like hundreds of words a day all the time. And then I started a different blog and now I do a podcast in there because I'm just always like documenting my life. Like Facebook, you've been on my Facebook, it's just mm. non-stop, like, here is every thought I have, here is everything I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> and I think one thing I got from my ex-SJ is this obsession with turning your life into art, and that's what I see this podcast as. Uh, but I also think that I express myself really well when it's being recorded. I don't know why that is the case, but I think that's where I'm at. In a year's time, I genuinely think we'll still be together. And... As I said in our little intro recording, that's nonsense. Like, I've known you for less than a month. Well, I've known you for exactly a month now. <laughs> what did you say? It was like half an hour until it was exactly one month. Um, yeah, it's a half an hour until we were supposed to show up, and then you were late, but you got to be late because you had just gotten to the city. <laughs> just gotten into the city. <laughs> and so, like, I am mentally planning out the rest of my life with you, which is a really dumb thing. <laughs> and it's even dumber to say it out loud because it puts all this kind of pressure on the relationship uh it's something that a lot of tv shows explore which i assume is because it's part of the human condition of like once you have that pressure of rest of our lives everything becomes a lot more stressful and less pleasant so i shouldn't <clears> say it uh well fortunately i think that really dumb is sexy <laughs> <laughs> i um, i don't know if it turns into a negative though for me to pressure. hear to hear that the because I don't view it as pressure because of the relationship model that I enjoy the most and because of we should probably talk about that what's what's the relationship model you enjoy the most polyamory is is amazing I learned a new term today what's that monopoly what? you're gonna have to explain monopoly so there is a girl that I love in Sydney mm-hmm. and her best friends slash neighbors just came out as poly mm-hmm. one of them sent her a link to a thing called monopoly because they read it and they're like oh my god this is her and then she read it and she was like oh my god this is me and she'd always seen poly as an extension of the standard relationship structure of like you have a partner and then you date other people mm-hmm. whereas monopoly is really you love yourself and then you date other people and it's not about finding that like anchor or primary or the main partner. It's not about finding mm. a main partner and dating other people. It's about living a single life and dating other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, yeah, new term, monopoly. Yeah, I don't get that. 
as a, as a lifestyle choice <laughs> or as a as term? A, as a lifestyle choice. I mean, I get I get that as a as a term. I get it. I, I don't particularly want to do it, but I get it. Like in the same way as I get asexuality or not monogamy as much. Monogamy confuses me. Well, to get I mean, like I can I can understand it from an intellectual perspective, but I like living communally with people that I care about and I like when the people that I care the most about can care about other people and it's not like a hippie like type of let's all let's all share love with each other type of thing it's it's at its core I think it's very utilitarian I think people who are built that way like it makes sense I'm just not built that way so what, what when you say poly what's your model of poly I think that I, in in the past, have very much been the type of person that has a primary, and then you know what one primary partner, and then has others that are that can be more primary at times and than other times. But are generally secondaries. Yeah, but I, it's really difficult for me to frame it like that because that yeah, more and more people hate the primary secondary terminology, and so anchor is taken over. Have you heard of that? Yeah, but I also don't agree with that either because the the primacy of a relationship by virtue of how people relate will shift and change constantly. Yeah. So, I mean, there is really, it, it becomes the people that are most central to your life. Like, I'll give you an example. My best friend, I've been best friends with for 27 years. That's so many years. And That's as many years as I've been alive. <laughs> So like there's there's best friend and that's not even my best friend from kindergarten who I am still very close with right like I've got all of these really lengthy connections and I will regardless of who comes into or out of my life I will always have these connections but they aren't They're family They yeah and I would imagine that the type of poly that I most associate myself with has the people that I love the most become very connected and familial and um, are involved with all of the aspects of my life, right? Like know my family and know my ins and outs and know everything. They know everything about me. Your dentist. My dentist. Is that a vital thing for you? To know my dentist. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay. Just checking. It's. I hate dentists. Do you? Oh, dentists! Oh God! Arr, I hate them! Oh God! Arr. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like you, you want the people you date to be part of your life. Not the people I date, because <laughs> date dating as a as a term I kind of view as really surfacey. You want the person you're with to be a part of your life. There you go. And that could be people. It could be people, and that includes being part of each other's lives. Because yeah. I think I, I mentioned to you earlier this month because what else has there been um <laughs> about two years ago I think <laughs> two years ago you don't know who i am yet but, uh... <laughs> but eventually we'll meet and then i'll tell you this thing and it'll be really really good if i'm spending as much time as i want to be with the people that i care the most about if there isn't overlap then it doesn't make any sense yeah because you run out of time oh yeah that is an issue i am very aware of at the moment <laughs> But you have so much free time on your no, hands. No, no, Roxy. And so obviously with my lack of free time, I'm like, let's start a podcast. I like <laughs> I like this because I'm like, let's start a podcast in a year. <laughs> like all we have to do is chat for an hour and then like all the work is for future Peter. I don't oh, have to worry about that. Perfect. 
What do you think, future, future Peter? He's gonna, have so much he's, gonna time. he's gonna love that so hard. He's gonna yeah. be like, oh, oh, thanks, past Peter, for all of this work that I now have to do. Oh my god. So, I want to talk about being in love with you because mm-hmm. I am mm-hmm. super in love with you. Oh. What was that? <laughs> That's me being excited. It was an excited. Why am I captioning my own noises <laughs> oh, and facial expressions? That's supposed at to that be... point. <laughs> Roxy skinned a baby. I, it's not, oh, sweet. <laughs> uh, so we met, and we had a date, mm-hmm. and then we had a second date, and then, like, a week later, I was like, oh, I think I'm in love with this person, and then, like, a week later, I was like, hey, I'm in love with you, and you were like, I'm in love with you. <laughs> That's how we sounded. That's, that is exactly what I sounded like. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh... <laughs> And then last night, while I was pitching this podcast, I was like, I think I want to spend the rest of my life with you. And you were like, I feel the same way. And I want to explore that whole idea. Okay. Because I think it's interesting. Which is, when you meet someone, so there's, I believe, and I have not actually, I meant to do the research on this today before we record, I totally forgot to. I got very, with my infinite free time, I was going to do this research. (laughs) Uh, There's basically four chemical, my understanding slash vague memories are, there's basically four chemical components to love. Phases, I should say, like eras <laughs> i always okay. use era to mean like short period of time you know what that word means there's four phases of love that science have like found through chemical studies okay the first is attraction the second is passion like being besotted obsession yeah so there's uh there's attraction obsession and then there's the phase right after that but before comfort and the fourth one is comfort <laughs> And right. so comfort is when, like, you've been, like, you know, attraction, we all know what that is. You look at someone, you're like, eh, eh I could have a bit of that. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't mind uh, covering that in whipped cream. Oh, I was going to have some whipped cream today. I forgot. Ah, wait, what? <laughs> I, I have some whipped cream at home that I'm allowed to have on my weird keto diet, and I forgot to have some. I've Did you know that you day. can you can freeze whipped cream, and it's apparently amazing? I did not know that. Yeah, like the bottle? You... No, don't freeze the <laughs> And then Peter died, and it, it was, and then Roxy, future Roxy, had to edit the podcast. Yeah. The one podcast. It was a weird thing to have at his funeral. <laughs> Fuck. So, phases of love. So there's attraction, which mm. we get. You're attracted to someone. Then there's obsession, which is also known as the honeymoon phase. And that is definitely the phase we're in right now. Like, we spent, what, three or four days apart last week? And by the end of it, we were both suffering. That was too much. I know. And we were both like, we don't want to do this. This is a bad thing. And like, I've known you for a fucking month. I've started checking my phone so constantly that my battery dies before the end of the day, (laughs) uh, which is useless to me because I need that for work stuff. (sighs) So we're currently in obsession. And obsession slash the honeymoon phase, I'm just going to call it obsession, is the most dangerous because you make all these promises and you have all these thoughts and you can't trust your impulses in the slightest. And you will confirm that I've just been deeply suspicious of our love for like two weeks now. Peter, let's buy a yacht and travel around the world together. That strikes me as a really good idea. No, (laughs) No, let's not do that. Uh, And so like, how many times have I brought it up in the last week? Uh, My suspicion. Like four or five that I can recall. Yeah. Because I'm just like, I know I'm in the honeymoon phase. And that all these things I adore about Roxy, like, I'm pretty sure are true. 
but that's how that works. It tricks your brain into thinking all these things are great. Yeah, but you were bringing that up by like the second date. So apparently that no, phase, that phase hit you date. super second hard. Second date, I was still trying to sleep with you. So, I was, uh... so that, well, that did happen the second date. Yeah, that's because I didn't say any of the things. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not quite that black and white. But um... <laughs> So then there's the third phase, which is irritation. Let's go with attraction, obsession, irritation. <laughs> Comfort. <laughs> and the irritation phase is not a, it's not as bad as I've made it sound with that name. It's when the honeymoon phase wears off. And you're like, oh, you know, maybe this person snores. You don't snore. I might snore. I don't know. I, y- yeah, you're a little tiny bit, but it's cute. Exactly. It's cute it's now. Like, uh, no, it's, it's cute like, now in the obsession wait, wait, phase. Wait, wait, it's got... I do not do yeah, that. Yeah, you do. Well, <laughs> it is pretty cute. So last year, no, this year, no, last last year through to this year, I fell in love with someone who was monogamous. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't hear that. It's so dumb, right? Like just the dumbest thing. Yeah. And the whole time I was like, Peter, you know this is not going to work because you are deeply, deeply non-monogamous. Like yeah. fundamentally at your soul, you're non-monogamous. Yeah. And so your brain starts playing all these little tricks on you. And I was like, well, we'll just be monogamous for a couple of years and then break up. Or like, maybe she'll come around to being non-monogamous. Or like, just dumb thoughts. Right. But the thing is, even in this obsession phase, I was still like, Peter, you know how dumb this is. Like, it's really fucking dumb. Yeah. And so that's that makes me doubly suspicious. Because with you, I'm just like, I don't... So the, 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 the two people I've most recently fallen in love with who are not called Groxy was someone who is monogamous and someone who is not okay with me thinking about work all the time. And those are my two biggest obstacles in the way of relationships is that I'm not monogamous and I think about work all the time. And so you, and this, this is my suspicious voice now, you seem to be okay with both of those things. Oh, here's something that's going to happen between now and a year from now. Yep. During coitus, you're going to realize that you have something to write down for work. (laughs) And it's going to happen. And I'm not going to care. I guarantee you at least once. How do you know you're not going to care? Because I just don't. Because it's... My deep suspicion. My suspicion is so deep because you're in love with me. (laughs) You're going to need to qualify that. (laughs) <laughs> and so when, so first of all, I'm like, I can't find any problems with Roxy. Like there's stuff that I know won't bother me, but in terms of the deal breakers or the long-term obstacles, there's nothing. Right. And so I'm like, first of all, Peter, that's pretty suspicious. <laughs> like you and I just seem to be supernaturally compatible. Right. And so I'm like, first of all, Peter, you're in the obsession phase. So watch that dude. Watch Watch yourself there. Don't trust these impulses of like, everything is great. You can't. You can't trust your brain. We learned this the hard way with all the other people. (laughs) And then, so that's one layer of the suspicion. Right. The other layer is, Roxy says all this stuff, and I'm sure she thinks she's, not she. (laughs) Definitely not. (laughs) Gotta catch myself on that. That's something I'll be good at in a year. (laughs) You think so? Oh my God, yes. One of the one of the problems is that I've trained myself to never accidentally refer to female people as a he, because I have a lot of trans friends, but only in one direction. 
And I don't, I don't think of them as, as male pe- people. I think of them as female people. <laughs> I do think of them as female people. Mm-hmm. And in my, in my, the way I, I speak sometimes, I'll be like, hey, you guys, to refer to a group of people of both genders, right. of all genders. And that is really confronting for those people. Because when they hear guys, they hear male, and they are not male, but people have been calling them male their whole life, and that's really bad for them. Right. So I've really carefully trained my brain to be like, call female-bodied people? No, fuck, I can't get this. I'm not good at this terminology. To be like, never accidentally say he. That's what I've trained my brain. I've been like, never accidentally say he. You are a he. I am. But my brain is going down these paths of like, don't say he, don't say he. And that makes it tricky for me. You know the people with the most pronoun slips are trans-identified people, though, right? So you're going to say straight white guys? No, well, yeah, you. Specifically you. <laughs> I'm also, I'm really, I do try, though. I genuinely am trying. Well, like, I pronoun slip with people that I know that have yeah, you're a been... Person. Yeah, I am. I am. But and my brain is like, totally fine. Not a problem. <clears throat> Dating a bad person. No worries. So the second layer of suspicion is that I'm like... Roxy says all these things, and I'm sure he doesn't think that he's lying about these things. But his brain is also in this mode of lying all the time to itself. So I'm simultaneously scanning for problems, not finding any problems, and being suspicious of that. It's like if you scan your computer for viruses, it's like, nope, none. And you're like, did (laughs) did you even look? Hey, look, I'm going to download, do it again. I'm going to download a virus. It's like, no, I don't see it. And you're like, no, there, there is a virus. <laughs> it's right there. I've had to like train myself from previous infatuations to be like, no, there's, there's a fucking virus. Stop ignoring it because you're in love. I'm, I'm just letting, I'm just letting you have that freak out because this is not my first rodeo. Radio. So I am having much to a, a lesser extent than you are, I think, but I'm. It's not my first rodeo and that's why I'm so suspicious. Because people get hurt at radios. They do. <laughs> Shit, that got deep. <laughs> <laughs> on so, on so also, many levels. Also, there's clowns at radios. Did I, did I hit deep again? Did I do it? Well, we both do have pretty fancy colored hair. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not as concerned because I find that these things uh, tend to present themselves and I'm actually looking forward to there being some the type of, phase. we, we stare like st- the stare down, the first stare down where you're like, what, what did you just say? What did you say to me? That's not, it's not in line with what I do and like and what, Ah, oh, how are we going to deal with that? It's, I don't know. It's like putting two spiders in a jar and shaking them up. It's, it's going to be interesting. So- <laughs> and cruel. <laughs> Roughly, that's very cruel. Don't do that, please. I've never done that, I'm just saying. Mm, oh. You seem to know a lot about it. You knew that there was a jar involved, that you shake it, and it's fun to watch. I'm just saying, you have a lot of information about this thing you've supposedly <laughs> never done. Roxy is now covering his face, which is my favourite Roxy movie. So yeah, to, to, to summarise my, my paranoia, my concerns, I am currently looking at an idealised version of Roxy, and Roxy is looking at an idealized version of me because that is how the infatuation phase works. Infatuation is a way better word. I'm going to switch to that. And we're both looking at these idealized versions of each other and being like, I don't see any viruses. There's no viruses. Definitely no viruses. And that makes me deeply suspicious. 
Um, do you not think, though, that people that are in really, really, truly successful and long-term relationships always look at an idealized version of their partner? Whoa, that's fucking cynical. Like... No, I don't think don't, that at all. You don't think so? No, it's all about the warts. Mm. When you look at the wart-covered person, and you find all the viruses, and you're like, I still love this person more than anyone else. That's what love is. Roxy. Is it, you, you telling me? Yeah. You're telling fabulous. Yeah. I, I don't agree. I, maybe, my, maybe my opinion on that will change. This is when we broke up. And this is when we broke up. The the people that like okay I'll give you I'll give you an example my very very best friends right yep. that I've known for a very long time I can look at them and I can see their flaws and I can see how other people see their flaws but because of the closeness that we share with each other and the the lived experiences that we've got and our just mutual disgusting love for each other. <laughs> I don't know. It's very ideal. It creates a very ideal situation. No, but you're saying that you can see the flaws, but the disgusting. But love... they don't. They don't matter. I see them. They right. Don't care. That's what I'm they, saying. That's uh... that's what I think love is. It's when you <clears> see <throat> the flaws and you still love the person. Here's something that's going to happen a year from now. We will have a greater sense of common language for when we're saying exactly the same yeah. thing in different words. I think. Yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. I would hope. Anyway. Yeah. No, I don't really learn. <laughs> Kind of bumble through life. <laughs> don't don't like to learn or reflect. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck that shit. I'm just perfect and uh, just kind of meander along. I do not believe that. That is like <laughs> the opposite of my core beliefs as a human. Okay, so that that was the main thing I wanted to talk about, which is this infatuation stage that we're in, where I just fucking love you. I'm just absolutely crazy about every part of you. Oh. And you sometimes like me a little bit. I, oh my God, I can't stop thinking about you all of the time. It is, it is gross. I talk to you with all of my friends all of the time. Talk to me with all Talk of... about you with all of my friends. You can say it again and I'll cut it together like oh, I right the first time. that's it. You're a fucking wizard. <laughs> I winked and then she giggled. He, fuck! Oh. <laughs> Gotta cut that out too. Oh my God, I should get something to shock you with when, whenever that happens. Well, I do it myself. That's why I swear like that. Because I'm just like, no! It's, it's <laughs> like like getting shocked. It's like training a dog by shocking their throat. Don't do that, Roxy. I w- I, yeah, I won't. That's a bad idea. Uh, you um, can't say the thing again now because it's turned into a whole conversation. <sighs> so you're, you're fuck-ups in this for life. No! Okay, the other thing I want to talk about, mm. unless you had something. No, I am I am here. I am listening. You're a guest. Is, I, right now. <laughs> in your house, on your podcast. <laughs> Have you ever done a podcast before? No. Have you been interviewed before? No. Have you ever had sex before? No. Yeah. Once or twice. <laughs> Just twice. Maybe the once. One of my friends had a radio show at York University. And so I would sometimes go on and be a guest and there would be radio banter. And it was like yeah, live similar. to air, industrial and goth music. Yeah. It was awesome. So good. So besides that, no. So, I'm going to speak for myself here. Mm. I find it very easy to fall in love. I also find it really easy to fall out of love. She looks scared. Uh, <laughs> not my intent. <laughs> I, find it, I think I'm also very easy to love. And I think I'm very easy to fall out of love. And 
I've fallen in love with a bunch of people because it's very easy for me and I like doing it. Mm -hmm. Uh, When I'm traveling, it's so good because you can fall in love and then leave and never fall out of love. (laughs) This is great. But I'll generally fall in love and then with the awareness that I'm leaving or with the awareness that it's not going to work, be like, and here's why it won't work. And with you, I think we are just freakishly compatible. Right. Like, I don't have one of those things for you. That wasn't building up to me being like, here's what, well, maybe I might. (laughs) But like... I say we're freakishly compatible and not not just because of the two things that I mentioned earlier and not just because we're in love and it's the honeymoon phase and all that, but because we, like, you described it yesterday as falling in love with yourself but with a dick. Attached. Attached, yeah. <laughs> and it's really true. Like, do, do you want to, and you don't have to, but do you want to list some of our bizarre compatibilities oh. from, from big to small? Not in order, I mean, like, anything ranging from big to small. <laughs> well, from what I understand, the way that we do poly is very similar. Um, yeah. We like to share things that would be considered over-disclosures by other people. Yeah. Um, like, upsettingly over-disclosures. I, like, I have no limit on that front. Yeah, neither do I. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so there's that. We both are really deeply attractive. Yeah. There's, so there's that. Blue hair and everything. Blue hair and everything. Yeah, I don't know if why we dye our hair is the same reason. Why do you dye your hair? Um, I think it is. We've discussed it before, briefly. Well, I I like to be recognizable. Yeah. I find that it, it started off just being a social thing, but then it became a professional thing. So there's that. I mean, literally, I did it for fun and then started a company. Like... <laughs> <laughs> or or to, to phrase it slightly differently, it started off as a social thing and then became a professional thing. So there's that. Uh, okay, what else? Dumb little stuff. Like, we both avoid movie trailers. Yeah. <laughs> like, just really dumb and little. I realise how dumb and little that is, but I'm also like, I've never met someone else who avoids movie trailers. I know you're a professional teacher, so I don't know how much detail you want to go into, but we have really good sex. We are both each other's best sex. Yeah, that's, that's that makes really, no sense. really strange. And the thing is, I've had really good sex, but that lining up with the other things, that's why I'm like, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's like someone someone reached into my brain and then pulled out my ideal partner. And then, to stop me from getting too suspicious, just made some little tweaks. <laughs> like, wait, like what? <laughs> like your gender. Yeah. It's not, it's, not a, it's not a deal breaker. It's not a huge issue. and It's something I'm learning to deal with. But, you know, if this was a, a computer simulation for my brain to fool me, it wouldn't have that. If this were the Matrix, I wouldn't be a guy. Yeah. <laughs> if this was the Red Dwarf Better Than Life novel, you wouldn't be a guy. And that's why I'm like, that makes me even more suspicious. <laughs> why does that make you more suspicious? Because it's a thing that is making me a better person by getting used to. Oh, God. And it gross. wouldn't be in that ideal, like... You know? Oh, I hate making you a better person. I have a really overactive imagination. We went up the CN Tower yesterday, and we went to the glass floor, and we both stood on it for the first time. Very brave of us. Oh, God, I didn't like that at all. No, but we did it. And we stood on the glass floor, but the whole time I was there, like, intellectually, I realized that it's really well constructed, and there's all these signs being like, hey, this is five times more... Uh, It can hold five times more weight than... Commercial floors. And it can hold, like... Two and a half orcas or whatever it was. It's a lot of orcas. 
hold a three, bunch of fucking three orcas. Yeah, and like 48 grizzly bears and all this stuff. So I'm like, intellectually, there is no way I'm going to fall through. And so my brain starts being like, okay, but what if this is all a trick by your enemies? What if they've put this sign up and the moment you step on it, you fall through and die? And then like, you know, we're in, we're in this room with all these little kids jumping up and down and on it in front of me, which freaks me the fuck out. And I'm like, well, okay, enemies, how have you, how have you managed this? And my brain has just gone off the deep end at this point. It's not like, <laughs> I, I have a very lo- logical, rational brain, but my brain's being like, well, maybe they're fairy people. Maybe the, maybe your enemies, I don't have enemies. <laughs> maybe these enemies have hired fairy people to jump up in front of you to make you think it's safe. And then when you stand on it, you fall and die. And I'm like, they're first of all. playing the long game. That's yeah, I know. brilliant. <laughs> Oh First of all, enemies, kudos for all this effort. Secondly, brain, what the fuck is wrong with you? And so when I look at how amazing you are and how incredible you make me feel and how excited I am to spend time with you and how you're basically perfect, which makes no fucking sense because people aren't like that. My brain is like, oh, I see what's happened. No, 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 it's okay, Peter. You relax. I got this. <laughs> you see, what they've done is they've created the computer simulation of your perfect person, but then... To make sure that you don't suspect anything, they've tweaked it a little bit. <laughs> and I'm like, thanks, brain. This is a really dumb reason to not <laughs> to be suspicious of a new relationship. But that is what my brain does. You know what else was really good? What? That I said, hey, do you want to go play an escape game? Oh, yeah. And then you were like, yes, yes, I absolutely do right away. There was no there was no thought about that. Oh, well, yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, because I wanted to do that. Yeah, see. So yeah, there's the, the poly compatibility, the, the work, like you are, you seem to be, I keep, I keep saying seem to me, just this is my, genuinely, I know what a dicky thing it is. Is this where the irritation phase is going to start? Yeah. With, with Peter's disgusting, horrible paranoia that I am just. I'm not even a paranoid person, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> you are not before. <laughs> no, not until, not until my enemies concocted you. My enemies. I am very ambitious. And work all the time. And you are very ambitious and work all the time. Well, when I met you, I was working six days a week because I didn't want a weekend. And I teach summer school and, 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 right? And, and so you were studying to be a principal. Still doing it. Hi, I thought you dropped a course. I dropped a course that is going to start July the 4th, July the 3rd. That's America Day. It is. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> When yeah. Donald Trump's in power, you will care. Oh, I'll totally care. Yeah, you'll care so much. I wonder if we're going to build a wall. I'll just annex you. No! It'll be the 57th state. We burned their capital in 1812. We could do it again. No, the Canadians all know that. <laughs> <laughs> Americans don't. Americans genuinely just don't know They've any part of the history it, that doesn't like glorify them. Their cultural consciousness has blocked it. Yeah, but I'm I'm picking the course up in um, in July. I just... If I'm going to do something, I need to do it well and... Another similarity between us. It's... Perfectionism is really the biggest stumbling block that I have as far as work goes because it... I uh, hours in the day. Is it? I run out. I hate it when I run out of hours in the day. Fortunately, there's oh, always okay. tomorrow. Oh, okay. This is a big one. What's the big one? You were... I won't say seem to be, but I, I'm tempted to. Peter says I seem to be what? totally fine with me working and not paying attention to you and that sounds like a dumb thing but again it's, it's a problem i've encountered in the past with multiple people <clears throat> that well 
that you can't work that like it doesn't it doesn't make any sense right like it <laughs> it doesn't make any sense it's like why i think that if you're gonna have multiple poly relationships they have to overlap and spend yeah. some social time together because if i'm gonna have a relationship with my work and a relationship with you you know like it doesn't make any sense and one of my very favorite uh relationships ever that i that i had when i was much younger gosh it would have been a decade ago Blah. my favorite thing was falling asleep with this person typing yeah right next to my face like that is genuinely what i will do a lot of the time it's comforting it's lovely that's you know? why i'm like in a year's time i think we'll be living together because if if i can do those things why would i want to live alone and, <laughs> you know i could do the same amount of work but you'd be there <laughs> that's the rent would clearly... be so much cheaper oh. yeah, no, it's just clearly better situation to my mind uh, he's a little dumb one. Mm. You, you've read it. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> Best. Yeah. And like you, you interact with social media in a similar way to I do, which is you have fun with it and you like it and you're not like, I hate Facebook. People say that? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Uh, I got another one. Okay. You like labels and putting things into boxes. That is how I live. I'm a putting things into boxes person. Not physically. I mean, like... <laughs> like philosophically and labeling stuff and knowing where you are and all that is really important on a fundamental level and i have been mentally prepared to not have to do that with, with partner because a lot of people i've dated have been like that's that's a weird way to live they don't why don't they like labels they feel they're constricted they are that's the point <laughs> that's what's so good about labeling things <laughs> and yes yeah, it's just like all these similarities that I'm like, you're first of all, you're great. You're independently of me loving you and being around you, you're just a great person. Like your friends all really like you, and you seem to have a cool fan base of friends. A cool friend base. I don't know what it's called when it's not <laughs> public internet stuff. Uh, <laughs> you have a good fan base of friends, and you do good stuff, and you're a good person. And then you and I are very compatible on a bunch of different levels. And then you adore me it's true oh i do i love you so much i know and like maybe two people in my life have ever adored me how do you know expressively adored me oh that's a big one you and i are both super expressive and both kind of need not need but i'm gonna say need we both need the other person to be super expressive you and i both smile with our mouths open too wide <laughs> we both did it uh, it was adorable people listening at home and by the way, if you're listening to this, like, is this just a love fest? Yes. It is going to yes. be. Look at the name of the fucking podcast. This is a oh. fucking love fest. You idiot. Oh, no, you're cool. I like oh. you. Most, <laughs> I actually like you way more than Roxy, but don't tell Roxy. Oh, wait, what? Have you noticed that's my trick for avoiding the pronoun problem? By referring to me as just my name? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Mm, I don't know if it's going to work, though, forever. Nope. But by then, I'll have adjusted. This is about retraining your brain. Like, my little brother went from being called William to being called Xander. Mm -hmm. And so I just had to do a search and replace, and it was fine. The trouble is, I would normally just be like, Roxy, he, search and replace. Except it's conflicting with the previous order of never accidentally call someone he. And so that's why I keep running into trouble. Because my brain is like, oh, don't say the thing that you would normally say, which means say she. And I'm like, no, 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 brain. <laughs> Sounds like there's a lot of uh, internal struggle transphobia. going on. Just a bunch in, of transphobia. In that, I wasn't talking about the transphobia. And racism. I was talking about your brain, um, like, fighting against you. It's, it's, a, it's a 2001 A Space Odyssey situation. Yeah. I've given it 
what I thought was a really simple order that could never really be contradicted, and now it's got another order that's contradicting it, and it's locking people out of the airlock. And I'm sorry, I'm Dave, I just I can't, can't do that. Do that Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Oh, I love you too. Um, oh, what, what's what's the, okay? First of all, what what is this podcast? First of all, last of all, what is this podcast? What what does it mean to you, and why do you want to do it? I am a fan of documenting things, but I am a fan of Amazing. documenting things in physical ways and this is not so this is new and it's interesting because it is oh fuck time capsules oh i love time capsules so much and that's what this is too right yeah very much so like specifically we are not going to listen to this until the 26th of april 2017 (laughs) that's right yeah yes yeah that's when Did we're you forget listen. when a month ago was? <laughs> I forgot what the day was. <laughs> and then also what year it was. I forgot a lot of things. Oh. So I don't know the months. It's because he was looking well. into my eyes. It was yeah. really, really sweet. No. Uh, <laughs> you remember last night when I got you to say what the months were like four times? Yeah. I don't know the months. I never learned them. I never internalized them. Uh, I was a really arrogant kid. That may surprise you. Really arrogant kid. I'm shocked and I don't believe it. And so I was like, I don't need to learn the time tables. Uh, turns out that's a really handy thing to I know. Don't know arrogant kid <laughs> i was like i don't need to know the times tables i don't need to know the order of the months and i don't need to brush my teeth those are not solid life philosophies <laughs> uh any any young kids living listening to this don't listen to this young kids uh, that's my first piece of advice secondly tone down the arrogance just a little bit so it's a non-physical time capsule it is it is a non-physical oh, yeah, we're not gonna listen to it that's what i was gonna say we're not gonna listen to it which means if there's audio issues we'll find out in 11 months time yay and then future peter will deal with them yeah. yay you know so much spare time <laughs> Well, you know, if we're living together, then, you know, you're going to have to show me how to do audio stuff so that I can cut down on work. Ridiculous. <laughs> God, you're fucking amazing. I'm just, be- like, suspiciously bewildered at how much I love you would be the best possible description of my love. Suspiciously bewildered. At the intensity. And the compatibility. And the pronouns. And the pronouns, especially the pronouns. <laughs> Do you judge? Do you, do you do you judge me for fucking that up? Because I fuck it up a lot. No, I I think it's okay that it's impossible not to, and I also think that lying about it would or understating it would really cause problems. Understating what? Well, if it bothered me. Oh, I, you didn't. And I mean, I get it. Sometimes, if something bothers me and I'm not in a place to admit to myself that I'm bothered by it, I will just say no. Of course, I'm not bothered by it. But then I'll think about it, and then. Lo and behold, I may be bothered, but so far nothing that you have done has surfaced like that, and you know, well, I'm not bothered. There's, there's a thing that you say to me, and I'm going to repeat it on the podcast. Okay. Which is that you've said, everything about you, Peter, is wonderful to me. It's true. And I'm so curious to find the first thing that's not wonderful in our first fight. Any other thoughts about the podcast? It's terrifying, because... Recording your thoughts like this? Yeah. Especially since it's live to air right now. Oh, and you just got drunkity. It's not even a show, it's Oh, we both have a very similar sense of humor. Like all the basic compatibility stuff uh, is just there as well. I want to use this as a weekly check-in because I think that's important in life generally. I think that that's really important and I think that doing it like this would probably make it more likely to happen because... 
when it's you are it's an obligation when you are polyamorous and you are obsessed with work as both of us are i've it's... cleverly made our relationship into work so i can fold it into my <laughs> obsession without well, a problem it's really really important you know like it's it's good to check in it's it's a really important thing oh yeah so... i'm all about the checking <sighs> this is uh very new very terrifying very new the podcast or the relationship the both both of the things but I'm uh, so head over heels with you that that is, um, I don't know, it's like walking out onto the glass floor at the CN Tower. But I can trust you because you're very, very your easy to trust. You know? I am. I think it's because I'm just totally honest about everything that's on my mind at all times. It makes it very easy to be like, what's he thinking? Oh, the thing that he just said <laughs> is exactly what he's thinking. Okay, wait, but earlier... And you said, Roxy, you look terrified when you said, yeah, so I fall in love and out of love really easily. And then there was a couple minutes of silence where you sat with your mouth open and you waited. I did not. Yes, you fully did. You totally did. We'll, we'll find out in 11 months when we get back to this. <laughs> I think I continued straight away. You did, uh, it was maybe like a five second pause at best. Five seconds is a long time when you're staring at somebody with your mouth after, open. after saying, with your mouth open. I was making sure that you had a chance to respond. And I, didn't I was speak making you. sure you heard me, Roxy. No. <laughs> I just assume you don't listen. What? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I was just trying to be a dick. Very effective. I, yeah, that is scary to hear you say that, but. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> like I said, I just don't think I will with you. I'm easily prompted out of love. But I do it very early on. And anyone who I've been in love with, with as long as I've been in love with you, I think I'm still in love with it on some level. Mm. Like, I've had two major relationships before you. One of them I do a weekly podcast with because I still love that person. I'm not in love with SJ, but like, we get along really well. And we have a really good relationship. And I love talking to her and I love spending time with her. Oh, that's another thing that's so important to me. So like, my ex-husband just got engaged, right? Like earlier this week and uh, asked me to be his best man. And I think it's really important to have really close relationships with people that you think are really important and you yeah. you have that. So yeah. <gasps> Who are you? Peter. Oh my God. We do a podcast together. Oh. And I think we're dating. What? I think I'm your boyfriend. Oh my God. And awesome. you're my little dude friend. I <laughs> Because <laughs> saying boyfriend's too weird. I've been saying boyfriend. Really? Yeah, I've, been, I've been typing boyfriend. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm trying it out. That's like new. That's This is the first time hearing about that. Yeah, I'm just I'm trying to be a good dude. Well, I'm adjusting. You're pretty good at being a good dude. My brain's defragging. Well, I got a bunch of kids in trouble today because... They were fragging? Yeah, well, I feel... <laughs> I feel like a really bad dude because I got a bunch of kids in trouble today because it was an indoor recess and I was like, you're, you're playing Pokemon, but you're doing it wrong. Why don't you just, here, go download Soulforge and you play that. Soulforge? Yeah. How do you know Soulforge? I play Soulforge. Okay, this is like, we've never discussed this at all. No. We've never mentioned this before. I, I've talked earlier in this podcast about these weird compatibilities that we had, that we keep running into. Actually, actually, you got your computer next to you. Go to www.youtube.com. Okay. Um, I'll do what? Slash user. Mm. 
slash let's play Peter. <laughs> and just scroll down. <laughs> Forever. long enough to load the next oh, eight pages so apparently peter's got like tons and tons oh and peter's got a video from a year ago that talks about why he stopped playing that wouldn't have to do with a specific card would it <laughs> you stalked me or... what, what do you mean if i stalked you what card are you thinking of does it start with a w no does it start with an n yes Nightgone? Yes. Why? Well, I, I need to explore this further. <laughs> For close to a year and a half, maybe two years, Soulforge was all I did. So first of all, <sighs> I've never met anyone else in the real life who's heard of Soulforge. Okay, so Soulforge is a game that was made by the guys who made Magic the Gathering, and Nightgone is a problem because uh, it kicks everything else's ass, or did, supposedly. Yeah, so... Oh my god. <laughs> so bewildered by you. <laughs> I quit playing Soulforge specifically because of Nightgaunt. And I thought maybe you were going to say Wii U, which is the reason a lot of people quit playing Soulforge. But I was like, ah, Roxy probably didn't draft. But Nightgaunt killed draft. And that is such specific knowledge. <laughs> That I don't expect anyone in the world outside of like 40 people to know. <laughs> and so for that to there's, come up... There's a lot of videos that you have on this YouTube channel. <laughs> wow. Um, this has been the first episode of the podcast that I think I'm going to call So This Is Love. But I'm not going to register the domain for like six months. <laughs> So uh, it might have changed its name by then, but I'm going to call it So This Is Love on the assumption that it's called that. Thank you for listening. I cannot believe that she's covering her. Nope. Nope. He. He's covering her. His, nope. <laughs> Roxy is covering his face. I cannot believe that in this podcast where we talked about our weird compatibilities, that are just like the weird ones, not like the normal ones, like sense of humor and, and po like poly stuff's definitely strange, but like... The stuff that I've not really encountered with anyone, of like this obsession with labeling stuff or not seeing trailers, to find Soulforge. You were such a geek, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> He's covering his face again. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> Hello. Hello. What's the date today? Uh, it's June the first. What time is it? So late. No, it's June the second. What time is it on June the second? It is one eighteen o'clock in the morning. Is it a good time for Roxy's to be awake? No. What you doing all awake? I was listening to the first podcast episode. What do you think? Fucking night gaunt. <laughs> should uh, should for the show notes post a bunch of links to my <laughs> my Reddit rants about Nightcon, how he's ruining the game. I think that like there were a lot of very pivotal, very interesting parts in that first episode, but I think that my favorite part 
is when both of our voices get shaky at the end when we're like nice how time. do you how do you know how yeah. do you know about <laughs> what do you think of the episode i thought it was really good i think that we both sounded much more frenetic than we do now we were still nervous around each other yeah it was it was adorable hello hi i know you're very tired i'm trying to go as fast as i can don't go as fast as you can drag it out <laughs> so Hillary clinton Oh, Peter. <laughs> you were so sure about that? I was. I really was. I, I'm still like... You're still sure about it? <laughs> I, I look at it now and I'm like, what the fuck happened? Like, a lot of people have just totally switched off American politics, but it is currently the most interesting it's been since the Civil War. Well, considering that it is going to turn into the second Civil War, if he, doesn't, Civil War. if he doesn't get impeached. I don't know. Uh, do you know what? So the U.S. pulled out of the Paris Agreement. Mm -hmm. You know who's in the Paris Agreement? Hitler. North Korea. Yeah. North Korea is closer to in line with the rest of the world than, oh, anyway. At one point, uh, you were like, here's a thing that will definitely, definitely happen. You will stop during coitus to write down an idea. That hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened. You said it would definitely have happened within a year. Yeah, if it hasn't Therefore, happened yet. Therefore, you are wrong at relationship and I win at relationship. Good work, Peter. <laughs> so it was, as I said, it would be a year ago. It was so interesting listening to the predictions. And I think I was correct when I predicted we would be calm around each other. I think, like you said, we were very frenetic in that. And now we are much calmer around each other. Mm-hmm. Are you excited to listen to the future episodes as they happen? Oh, yeah. I'm super excited. I was so nervous for this one while I was listening to it. I was just afraid that it was going to be, like, really, really embarrassing. And it was good. I, I remember so vividly being that person. It's, yeah, it's, it's so interesting because I now am listening to it and being like, oh, that's Roxy, who I know really intimately. Whereas at the time we recorded it, I was like, here is a person I don't really know that well, but God damn, am I into them. And so it's interesting listening to me from the past converse with someone that me from the present knows really well. I had that thought as well that that you are now somebody that I know so well and there's so much more context to the stuff that you're saying. Yeah. It's kind, yep. of, kind of magic to be able to have that type of time capsule. Well, we will be back in your ears with our love next week. Oh.